الحمد لله على نعمائه الكاملة وآلائه الشاملة صلى الله تعالى على سيدنا محمد المصطفى وتبع أما بعد فقد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في كتابه المجيد يا أيها الذين آمنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون وقال تعالى شهر رمضان الذي أنزل فيه القرآن هدل الناس وبينات من الهدى والفرقان وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كل عمل ابن آدم له إلى الصيام فإنه لي وأنا أجزي به والصيام جنة وإذا كان يوم صوم أحدكم فلا يرفص ولا يسخب فإن صابه أحد أو قاتله فليقل إني إني مرون صائم إلى آخر الحديث بارك الله بارك الله لنا ولكم في القرآن العظيم ونفعنا وإياكم بما فيه من الآيات والذكر الحكيم Respected elders and brothers If a person is expecting some guest in his home then before the arrival of the guest a person begins the preparations and arrangements in order to welcome and receive that guest well before the arrival of that guest then there are preparations that are taking place in that home according to the level of that guest there is a certain amount of importance and respect that is given a person when that guest eventually arrives also then you will see to that guest and you will look and you will think about how he can show importance and respect to this guest when that guest arrives at his home if he is busy with some work then he send his son to the door in order to welcome this guest bring him inside and you tell his son that look after him and keep him comfortable there until I come if a person he is not receiving any ordinary guest if the guest is his some close friend or relative and is coming from a distance from far away then the arrangements and preparations are made to an even greater extent now he won't send his son to the door now he himself will go to the door and welcome the guest inside the respect and love and affection shown the importance shown will be to a greater extent compared to the previous guest he may even leave the home and wait outside to welcome this guest into the home similarly if a person is expecting his parents at home his parents for example are coming from the journey of Hajj after a long time he's seen his parents then now how the preparations take place at home much more arrangements are made because this is a much more important guest and much more respect should be shown to this guest Now the person, he won't just leave his home, but he'll go and meet his parents at the airport to receive them and welcome them. So according to the status of that guest, then that is the amount of importance, that is the amount of preparation a person makes, that is the amount of arrangements that are made. You and I are also expecting a guest. And this guest is soon to arrive. This guest is the guest of the month of Ramadan. The month of Ramadan it is such, a, such an auspicious and such a great 
such a, the status of the month of Ramadan is so much. Rasulullah wasallam in the hadith explains to us that the preparation to receive, to welcome this guest, it doesn't take place a few days before its arrival. It doesn't take place a few weeks before its arrival. Nay, in the hadith, Rasulullah explains that the preparation for the month of Ramadan commences one year in advance. From the termination of one Ramadan, the preparation for the next Ramadan commences. In the Jannata, that is Zayyanu, Minas Sanati, Sanati, Jishari Ramadan. In the Hadith, Rasulullah mentions that Jannat is adorned and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala beautifies Jannat. From the time the term one Ramadan terminates, the adornment and beautification of Jannat commences in order f- to prepare for the next month of Ramadan. So one year in advance, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to show us the importance and how we should prepare in advance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is already beautifying Jannat. And Jannat calls out, Allahumma ja'al, Allahumma ja'al min ibadika fi hadha shahri sukkana. That oh Allah grant inhabitants in this month make such people, grant people the tawfiq and ability to carry out such amal and actions that will enter me, that will allow them to enter Jannah. And the Huri'een, the women of Jannah, they call out, they exclaim, Allahumma ja'allana min ibadika fi adha shahri azwaja, that O oh Allah in this month, grant us from the Muslims, from your servants, grant us spouses and husbands from your servants. So the preparation for the month of Ramadan commences in Akhirat, long before the month of Ramadan. That is why the pious people of the past, it is mentioned, the month of Ramadan, six months in advance also, they would already be preparing for the coming month of Ramadan. <coughs> Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith, he teaches the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum a dua to be recited in order for the importance of the month of Ramadan to be present in their mind. So that they always maintain the respect of the month of Ramadan. From before the month of Ramadan, they are already eager and anticipating this great month. Rasulullah wasallam taught the beautiful dua that we all know, Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa shaban wa bayyihna Ramadan. That oh Allah grant us barakah and blessing in the months of Rajab and Shaban and allow us to reach the auspicious month of Ramadan. The du'as of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam are no ordinary du'as. The wordings of these du'as are no ordinary wordings. The Urama and Muhaddisin explain that in reality every du'a of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam contains gems, contains teachings for, for you and I. And there are great wisdoms behind the wordings of the du'as of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So these are no ordinary wordings. For example, in the hadith we are taught by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when a person enters a new town, he enters a new village, then amongst the du'as that a person he should recite the following du'a, Allahumma, Allahumma ruzukni janaha, that Allah grant me from the produce, the fruit of this town, 
And Rasulullah also teaches that a person should make this dua when he's entering a town that, O oh Allah, make the people of this town beloved to me, make them like me, and وَحَبِّبْ صَالِحِ أَهْلِهَا إِلَيْنَا and grant me the love of the pious people of this town. So this may seem like an ordinary dua to you and I, but in reality there is a very deep wisdom behind the words of this dua of Rasulullah sallallahu That when it comes to making dua, a person made dua, that Allah make the pious people beloved to me. In other words, I must be inclined and I must like the company of the pious people of this town, not the evil people from this town. But make وَحَبِّبْ أَهْلِهِ إِلَيْنَا and make all these people, all the people of the town, whether good or evil, make all of them beloved to me. Or rather make all of them like me, and make me beloved to them. In other words, because obviously if a person has a liking for someone, then you won't cause him any harm. So it's actually a dua of protection for a person. So the duas of Rasulullah contain great wisdom, and there is a great teaching for us in the words of these duas. So in a similar manner, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam taught the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala to make this dua well in advance, two months before when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would sight the moon of the month of Rajab then in anticipation for the month of Ramadan Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would commence reciting abundantly and he would teach the Sahaba radiallahu anhum also to recite abundantly Allahumma barik lana fi Rajab wa Shaban that oh Allah grant us barakah in these two months the months of Rajab and Shaban, وَبَلِّهِنَا Ramadan, and allow us to reach the month of Ramadan. The Ulama explained that a person doesn't make dua to grant barakah in the month of Ramadan. Because the month of Ramadan is already an auspicious month. It is already a month full of barakah and blessing. It is already a month of great opportunity. So a person's dua is that Allah allow me to reach this month so that I may benefit from this. Another Dua of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam That Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would teach the Sahaba radiallahu anhum to recite during the month of Ramadan Any person may recite this dua even before the commencement of the month of Ramadan That Allahumma salimni Ramadan wa salim Ramadan ayi wa salimni mutakabbara That oh Allah grant me safety in the month of Ramadan Protect me in the month of Ramadan. In other words, so that I may be able to take complete and perfect benefit from this month. وَسَلِّمْ Ramadan ali And make the month of Ramadan secure, safe, and make it possible for me to benefit from this month. In other words, make the conditions conducive so that I will be able to take complete muhi mutakabbala and in essence, make this month such that the ibadat and actions that we are going to carry out, that all these actions not go in vain, grant us your special qubuyat and your special acceptance of these a'mal. So this is how Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would welcome and he would teach the sahaba radiallahu ta'ala to welcome this great guest that is the month of Ramadan. Hazrat Salman Farsi radiallahu ta'ala who explains 
that one night before the month of Ramadan commenced, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he delivered an address, and he said, Atakum shahrun azimun mubarak. That a very great month has come to you. Adhalakum shahrun azimun mubarak. Generally when a person speaks, then depending on the speaker, then certain terms are understood based on the speaker. Example, if a poor person comes up to us and says, I got a very great gift to give you. Status based on his level, a person will understand the gift to be. If some very wealthy person that I got, I got a very great and large gift to give you. Now obviously our understanding of the gift of what it is will be very different. Imagine if Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, the reality of akhirat is open to him, the reality of amal, the reality of the sawab of actions was opened up to Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. And Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam is saying that avallakum shahrun azim, a very great month is coming. So can we understand how great this month must be in the sight of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam goes on to explain shahrun fihi laylatun khayrun min ahli min alf shahr that it is such a month wherein there is a night <coughs> that is better than a thousand months. It is not equal to a thousand months. Rather it is much better than a thousand months. Such is the barakah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in this one night. That it is better than the ibadat of a thousand nights if a person will make ibadat in this night. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam goes on to explain that this is a month, shahru sabr. It is a month of sabr. It is a month of patience. In other words, this is a month for a person to refrain from the disobedience of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for him to refrain from committing any sin. This is a month of taqwa, of fearing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for sabru sawabuhul jannah. And if a person will be perseverant, and he will be patient, and he will prevent his nafs, he will stop himself from falling into haram, then the punishment of the, the sawab and the reward for this is jannat, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him jannat. So this is a month of sabr, and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa goes on to explain that it is shahrul muasat, it is a month of compassion, it is a month of showing kindness to the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That is why in another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains that man fattara saiman, that person who gives a poor person a meal, who feeds a fasting person, then he receives the sawab of that person's song. He receives the sawab of that person's fast. Just for feeding that poor person. Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala they were simple people. So Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala said, that Ya Rasulullah, we do not have the ability to feed a full meal to a fasting person. We, are no, we don't have that amount of wealth that we may feed an entire meal to a fasting person. So how will we get this great sawab? How will we attain this great reward? Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, such is the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, such is the compassion and mercy of Allah, that Allah wants all of us to get some sawab. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that this sawab is not for giving a, a fasting person an entire meal. 
But that person who even gives a fasting person one kajur, he gives him a sip of water, he gives him a sip of milk to break his fast, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him this thawab also. So such is the kindness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is shahrul muasat. It is a month of compassion, of kindness to, to the creation. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, sahaba radiallahu explained that throughout the year, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was very generous. But when it came to the month of Ramadan, then Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was karrihi mursala. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was like the wind. In other words, Rabbi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, generosity knew no bounds. Rabbi alayhi sallam displayed his generosity to the highest extent in the month of Ramadan. Because this is a month where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala multiplies the sawab. In the same hadith of Salman Farsi radiallahu anhu, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains that the sawab for a nafil action that a person will carry out, the sawab for a nafil action that a person carries out, is equal to the sawab of a fard. And the sawab of a fard is equal to the sawab of 70 fara'ir. A person in the day, if he wants to read more than 5 fard saras, then he will not be able to do so. If someone wants to read 6 fard sarah, he won't be able to do. Because in a day there is only 5 fard saras that are prescribed. There are 5 fara'ir, there are not more. But the month of Ramadan is so full of barakah. It is such a blessed month. It is such a great month. That every, every salah a person will perform, he get the salah of 70 salah. In a day, as though he has performed 350 salah. Such is the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he is showering down in this great month. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in the hadith, in many different ways, explained to us the importance of preparing for the month of Ramadan. And we find ourselves now in the beginning of the month of Shaban. And we are approaching a very auspicious night, that is the Laylatul Bara'a, the 15th of Sha'ban. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, out of His kindness, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this night a preparation, a preparation for the month of Ramadan. Such is the Baraka that a person, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed in this night, the Laylatul Bara'a. Laylatul Bara'a means the night of freedom, the night of emancipation. Why it is referred to as the night of Bara'a? In the hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explains that during this night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's special mercy descends to the skies, to the lowest sky. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala فَيَغْفِرُهِ أَكْثَرَ مِنْ شَعْرِ غَنَمِ بَنِي That during this night, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives and emancipates and frees from Jahannam more people than the hair on the back of the camels of Banu Kal. Banu Kal was a tribe in Makkah Mukarramah. It was a tribe in Arabia. Aisha radiallahu ta'ala when she heard Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam saying this, so she asked that, O Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what is the reason for mentioning specifically the goats of Banu Kalb, the livestock of Banu Kalb. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that among the Arabs, there is no tribe that owns more goats and more livestock than the Banu Kalb. There is no tribe that owns more goats and more livestock than the Banu Kalb. So Allah ta'ala said that Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said 
that during this night Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives and frees more people from Jahannam than the number of strands on the back of these goats. So such is the mercy of Allah that is descending on this night. In another hadith, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentions that during this night, <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His special rahmah and mercy descends and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls out, Alamim mustaghfirin fa'ughfira lahu. Alamim mustarzikin fa'arzuqa. Alamim mubtaran fa'u'afiyah. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala calls out, Is there anyone seeking forgiveness that I may forgive him? Is there anyone seeking rizq, seeking sustenance, then I may provide for him? Is there anyone going through some hardship and difficulty, then I may relieve him of this difficulty? And like this, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to call out in this entire, in this entire night, right until the time of subuh sadiq, until the time of fajr, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continues to call out that who has some need that he may present it to me and I will fulfill his need. So we should try our best that during this night we take out some time to spend in the worship of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this will be a means of preparation for the very great and the blessed month of Ramadan that is to come. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the ability. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi rabbi.